This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, September the 22nd, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Thursday, September 22nd, day four. You're one more, one day away. What do we do here? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 The lovely Sarah is here to take your phone calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. It's that easy. Take a look at the products. If you'd like to buy them there, do it in the privacy of your own home. And receive the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. The show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. My name's Homer Lopez, and I'm here to introduce the man behind the show. He delivers economics with attitude. Joe Jaquin, how are you on a Thursday? Hey, happy Thursday, and uh, yeah, my wife is beautiful. Uh what is there's Lovely. a new li- there's a new line you outdid your coverage I did <laughs> right okay, way you outdid, outdid it yeah you outdid your coverage on that one uh, and you're right she is lovely and she's so nice too opposites do a track how about that one slow zinger I, I'm gonna say that I I can't argue with that she <laughs> is definitely way nicer than I am uh, big move. Uh, in case you uh, were missed it, or maybe you've been gone for the last three or four days, uh, gold and silver are absolutely roaring. Janet Yellen, the Federal Reserve, uh, came out with their big announcement. No rate hike, no surprise there. Uh, now they're talking about maybe December, maybe not. She seems like um, she should be wearing a black hood in a dark forest holding an apple. I, I, I don't know. And, you know, same here. Try this. Take a bite. I, I just have that impression you know, from funny. her. That, that's a uh, that's a really good analogy. Uh, as this morning, gold's up sixteen thirteen hundred forty three dollars Silver's up another $0.35. Cent. Silver's back over $20. Uh, $20 in $0.05 to the ounce. Uh, this morning, and really the, the the big news, if you want to call it that, is what they had to say, not about, you know, of course, we're, we do this whole little, oh, they're going to raise rates, and they talk real tough, and then they never quite do it, and maybe maybe in December, but it really had to do with what the Federal Reserve sees in 2017, 2018 and 2019 that really got gold going. And and I'm going to tell you right now, we'll talk about that, but they are still, they brought all of their expectations, by the way, they brought them way down. Hey, you know what? This whole little growth forecast that we've been telling you about, it's not going to happen. And they're, and they're still way too optimistic, but they brought these numbers down. They're talking about GDP of below 2% for 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. I mean, we're going to go a long time. When said expectation for every year is, what, 4? 3, 3, 4, right? 3, 4%, and now they're talking about, you know what, it's not even going to be 2 and, of 
course, that has gold uh, roared higher yesterday, uh, more follow-through today. It's probably not done because really when you look at what's happened, uh, the the Bank of Japan, they had their Federal Reserve meeting, and they pretty much just said, hey, it's going to be QE forever. We're going to make sure that our the Japanese 10-year note is going to be 0%. That's their goal. Zero. And all of the other short-term stuff, a one-year, a two-year, a five-year, a seven-year, is going to be negative. That's what they want. That's what they hope is going to do it. And they're going to buy every piece of paper debt they can get their hands on, and they're going to spend, you know, like I said, I said yesterday, you know, their, their economy is only $4.5 trillion there. And they're going to buy $800 billion of debt every single year, the central bank. You know, every five years, essentially, they're going to be buying their entire economy. And you sit there, and then you start to understand there's no escape. We're not escaping from this debt problem, right? And and let me tell you right now, they already all know it. They just don't want to tell us all all at once. That's why yesterday Janet Yellen came out and said, well, you know, it's going to be below two. You know, 1.8, 1.9. In all likelihood, they already know it's probably, you know what, they forgot, to, they just forgot the the dash in front of the number, the, you know, the negative sign. Probably going to be a negative 1.9% for the next three years. I mean, that's really what it's shaping up to and 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 I think this is why you have everybody sitting there now and realizing and understanding the trap that we're in. We're in a debt trap. It's a debt spiral. Alan Greenspan knew about it, right? The big plan, the last card we really had ended with the dot combo. That's when it really ended. It ended then because remember, we were going to grow our way out of it. You don't hear anybody talk about that anymore. You don't hear anybody talking about growing our way out. You don't hear anybody talking about a balanced budget or paying down the debt. Or you better be, you don't hear anybody even talk about the debt. You don't hear them about fixing Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid. You don't hear any of that. Where did it all go? Where did it all go? Oh, we must have fixed it. That's why people stop talking about it. That earth, so far gone. Why bring it up? You decide. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Double J and the love. Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800 This is a, this isn't a negative message. This is a message of hope. This is a message of opportunity. And either you take advantage of the opportunity that is before you or you don't. Either you're able to understand what really is unfolding or you don't. And for those of you that don't, then yes, you would perceive this to be a negative message. For those of you that have, and have continued to to buy all along, you already understand. This is a message of opportunity. You, know, you think about when gold bottomed. 
gold bottom. What, 1998, 99, right? The Bank of England announced that it was selling all of its gold, right? Be right before they sold it all, which made no sense, right? Who does that? But if you're going to sell something that you know is going to flood the market with product, you don't tell people about it. Because if they know ahead of time, what are they going to do? You drive the price down. And they sold all this gold at $254. So let me ask you, what's changed? What what happened? What was the Bank of England thinking about when they sold it all? And how did it go so wrong? And then when you start thinking about that and you start to understand why things are the way they are, then you really understand what the opportunity really is. Because remember now, we were in the proverbial sweet spot of debt in the late 1990s. Right? We were still gorging ourselves on this orgy of debt that had been placating the country since 1971. Right? The debt was only $400 billion. It got all the way up to this $5 trillion level. And all of a sudden, the Bank of England says, hey, we better get rid of this gold stuff. It's debt. We are the champions. We are the victors, right? The central banks were declaring victory. Alan Greenspan was making the round with the, we're going to grow out of the problem. Right? And I've said it so many times about how the deficit was going to be paid off by 2010. It's going to be zero. Because remember now, Alan Greenspan had a bunch of fancy charts that said so. Right? He had pie charts. He had bar graphs. I mean, he had all that stuff. Right? NAFTA and GATT had juiced up the stock market. We had the tech bubble in full effect. But what happened? And here's really what happened. It was all built on nothing. And what I mean by nothing, it was built on debt. It wasn't built on sound fundamentals. Right? The the housing market wasn't built on sound fundamentals before it crashed. The NASDAQ wasn't built on sound fundamentals before it crashed. Our government policies Darn sure weren't built on sound fundamentals. And now you've seen gold step to the forefront as the world gradually starts to understand the real dire situation that we're really in. I mean, 
mean, gold went from 250 all the way to 1900. Right? And it had some pullbacks along, big pullbacks along the way. Right? We've seen 30 and 40% pullbacks all along the way. It went from 250 to 400, back to 300, up to 700, back to 450, up to 1,000, back to 700, up to 1,900, back to 1,000. I mean, we've seen it all along the way. Because every time, every one of these pullbacks has been predicated on the, we fixed it this time. Okay, yeah, we screwed up there. Remember, well, Alan, oh, I said irrational exuberance, remember? I said it was, but, you know, it, it, it blew up. And then they talked about the housing market, and that blew up, and the financial market, and that blew up. And then about 2011, they decided that they had fixed it. Right, and now here we are five years later, 2016. 2016's almost over. And here's what we realize. They haven't fixed anything. Matter of fact, Janet Yellen is still lowering all the expectations. All of them. And not by a little bit. By a lot of bit. Matter of fact, she's lowered expectations so much that the Federal Reserve has never really raised interest rates when GDP was that low. And everybody knows those numbers are overly optimistic. Matter of fact, the Federal Reserve will tell you. She'll flat out admit it. You know what? Every number we put out is overly optimistic. But what what they're not telling you is we haven't seen... Now, you think a lot of people, they want you to believe that we saw the big debt explosion. It went from $5 trillion to $19 trillion. Right? We, we saw the big... That wasn't the big one. What if I told you that that was just a small earthquake? Right, that was maybe a Mount St. Helen type of a volcano. It wasn't the the super volcano. Right, I'm using with natural disasters as my reference point. The bad stuff hasn't even come yet. But Janet Yellen let out yesterday that uh, yeah, it's coming. And I just try to educate you. So Pompeii's on the way. Pompeii is on the way, and, and Pompeii—that that may be—that—that's not big enough. It's bigger than that. Pompeii was just the the, the little island. I'm here to tell you that. Dad. That, that was just the, the little island. You think of what it buried, though. And and think about how much we're gonna be buried in when they write the history books. See, because right now they want to rewrite history, right? They want to try to rewrite the facts. But you know what? 
Here's the funny thing about that. Here's the one fact, the only fact, that any of you really need to know. If you went back in time, and you went back 5,000 years, and you hand them one of your uh, blue-striped $100 bills, you think the bread vendor's giving you any bread? You think the, the guy selling the, uh, the ale is giving you any ale? Now you go in there and you got some gold in your pocket, you got some silver in your pocket, you're getting all you need, right? You're getting the bread, you're getting the ale. That's the way it's always been. And we're getting ready to witness it again. Right? We're getting ready to witness the end of another fiat currency. And really, if you want to, to read about it, you can. The guy, Ken Rogoff, the one that, whose book we've been talking about, The Curse of Money, he lays it out beautifully. It was great. The paper currency, oh, it was so convenient. And what, oh, how great it was. And, and Kubla Khan, what a great ruler he was. And it was used all over the di- all over the dynasty. All right up until people stopped taking it anymore. Because <laughs> right. it was worthless. And, of course, what happened when it became worthless? The dynasty fell. You know, and you can talk, you know, I'll use something a little more current. You know the Boston Tea Party? They teach you about it in history. Right? The history they teach you, you know, the the, uh, colonists were upset about a tax on tea. Well, and listen, I wasn't a great student. I know that that's surprising because I do, I read a ton of stuff and certain things I'm good, but school was never my thing. I was always bored. So I'm not saying that, that I learned it verbatim here, but this was the gist. They were taxing the colonists on tea, and they got mad, and they dumped all the tea into the harbor and started the revolution. But what the real history is, and there's a lot of it, was that you know that they tried to go to paper money in Massachusetts? Most people don't know, don't know that that's what happened. And it was when nobody would take the paper money anymore that, they, they, that England said, hey, you know what, we're not taking this paper stuff anymore. You want this, you're paying us in silver. You're paying us in gold. And none of the colonists had any gold or silver, in addition to the tax. And, and of course, they dressed up like Indians for various reasons that I won't go into in this program. So when our founding fathers talked about why our currency should be gold and silver, 
they had very recent knowledge of why. Now, why don't they teach that in the history? I don't know. Because my guess is, my lot, you know, just my logical mind. Well, wait a minute. Doesn't mean, doesn't that mean that our paper money is going to fail at some point? Why aren't we on the gold standard? You mean gold's still money 5,000 years later, but all these paper currencies go under, and it's usually what happens when they go under. Here's the thing about it. What happens when they go under? What happened to England? I mean, they were the baddest guy on the block. They were the superpower. Rulers of Earth. They kind of went like uh, Kublai Khan. Right? They went away. Guess who's going away next? Welcome to the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Mrs. Schlafly is founder and CEO of Ego Forum, a leading force in the pro-family movement since 1972. And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly. Every year, parents are shocked by what their children are taught in public schools. Many high school students have been misinformed about our Constitution and founding fathers. Liberal educators have been known to omit important topics to suit their own agenda. However, California parents are more worried about what will not be omitted in the classroom this fall. The California Board of Education has approved curriculum changes that will highlight so-called LGBT history. What's even more shocking is these lessons will start as early as the second grade. Public schools should not be places where liberals can indoctrinate young people with their personal biases. Schools should be where young people are given the tools they need to form their own opinions on issues. Political correctness leaves room for only one side to be presented. Parents should not trust educators who claim the schools can teach the LGBT agenda without cutting other important things. Those same educators also claim there's no time to study our Constitution. The biggest problem of this California curriculum change is that it removes power from parents. Mothers and fathers should be the ones to decide when their children can learn about these issues, and most parents would agree that second grade is far too young. Parents should have the right to make decisions about their children's education. Unfortunately, liberal activists do not care about the rights of parents or children. This is only one example of how the radical gay rights movement ultimately wants to undermine the American family. The traditional family unit is the foundation of American society and should be supported in every way possible. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. As a parent, are your core values being threatened by the local school district? Do you feel called to protect your own children and be an advocate for your community? 
at eagleforum.org. Enter the blog with Phyllis Schlafly, and you'll be informed and equipped to make a difference. That's at eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. There's, there's a huge sucking sound coming out of America right now. And really, when you think about the fall of superpowers, right, you, you, and it always is based upon money. Right? You've got to follow the money. You know, half a, half a trillion dollars of wealth leaves this country every year. It's called the trade deficit. And you think about the growth of the super debt. All correlate. And when you really put it all together, it's so plain to see. We were a country that ran trade surpluses during the I don't know what to call it, the glory years, the heyday of America. Every year, billions and billions, and if you adjusted it for inflation, probably close to a trillion dollars a year was coming into America. But you see, the the banksters, they wanted us to live beyond our means. Right? And you you listen to the speech by, by Richard Nixon talking about the foreign money changers and all of this stuff and, and really what was happening. What they don't tell you, it's the history that they don't tell you about that you really need to understand. When they confiscated gold in 1933, it was only $20. Matter of fact, our number one selling item, the $20 gold piece, right? It's our it's the most popular item, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. We sell it right there, you know, just nice material. And you buy it really close to the spot price, right? It's a few bucks more than a gold eagle. But you go back 100-plus years, the U.S. government reclassified it as a collectible. It's not considered bullion. You're not paying these sky-high premiums that all the other dealers pay. Not here. We don't play that. We don't do that. They changed the price to 35 bucks. But what people forget And then, of course, you couldn't own it. As an American, you were not allowed to own gold from 1933 all the way till the early 1971 when Nixon closed the gold window. You weren't allowed to own it. But something was happening that most Americans aren't aware of. You don't learn about it in your history class either. They don't teach it at school. They don't teach it at the colleges. If you want to know about it, you've got to do your own research. It's there. You can look it up. You can verify it. 
was originally when we changed the price. All of the foreign governments were like, what? Right, because they bought all their stuff from us. Wait a minute. You tell me that if I give you this $20 gold piece, you're going to send me $35 worth of stuff for this 20 bucks? They thought they won the lottery. Right? And part of their thought process was, well, you know, they'll, they'll buy more stuff. Right? And they sent gold pieces back by the thousand. Of course, a lot of those gold pieces all got melted down. When they confiscated it from the American public, it got confiscated, it got, got melted down, allegedly. Well, we know it did. We just, allegedly, it's in Fort Knox. But as we, after World War II ended, and Europe started to recover, in the 50s, something very odd started happening. These foreign governments said, you know what? Here's your 35 bucks back. Can we, we want our $20 gold piece back. Wasn't such a good deal anymore. As a matter of fact, at one point, the United States had 20,000 metric tons of gold. Today we only have eight. What happened to the other 12,000 metric tons? It all went back to the foreign government. Matter of fact, they were taking so much gold, we were going to run out. That's why they closed the gold window. The bankers used that as their opportunity to take over. And all of a sudden, we had true fiat money. So when you really look at how long this game has been going on, people will say, well, it's been going on. You know, Federal Reserve's been around about 100 years, created in 1913. Other people say, well, 1933, they, they, you know, that's when they took the gold. But really, 1971 is when the you-know-what hit the fan. And we've had this mass explosion of debt. And all of a sudden now, the bill, these debt bills, they're coming due. What if I told you right now if the Federal Reserve decided not to steal from us, you're like, what are you talking about? Steal from us. They, they're stealing from us. The Federal Reserve has been stealing from you and I for years. By bringing interest rates to zero, think about how much money they've cost you. Think about the fact that if you saved a million dollars, you should have been making 
about $80,000 a year just in interest. <laughs> I mean, if you had all your bills paid, if your house was paid, your car was paid, you'd live really nicely on 80 Gs. If those things were paid. But now you get nothing. They're stealing from us, but they just don't call it that. But if they weren't stealing from us, the debt would be over $2 trillion a year and getting worse. And guess what? Even when they're stealing, still not going to be enough. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. So the question you all need to ask yourself, why are they stealing from you? Why are they stealing from all of us? They say it's for, what, the good of the country, for economic growth. Of course, but then they say, like yesterday, yeah, it's really not working. (laughs) But we can't understand why it's not working. Let's see. Half a trillion dollars a year leaves. No, that's just in trade. That doesn't count all the immigrants that come in here and send all their money back home. Throw that money on top of it. And you have all of this wealth leaving the United States. And you start thinking about the reasons for it all. See, there was a price we had to pay for all of the debt that we wanted to spend. And we're, we're all realize it now. What did we pay for it with? Well, we paid for it with our factories. We paid for it with our jobs. Right? We gave it all away so we could borrow more money. And then you start thinking about all of a sudden, the rise of popularity of the Chinese currency. You know what? I've been sitting on this story. I keep meaning to get to it, and I never do. Do you know that two weeks ago, the Chinese government issued SDR bonds? What are SDR bonds? That's a great question. What are SDR bonds? Strategic drawing rights from the IMF. It's a basket of currencies. Normally, when you do bonds, you do them in U.S. dollars. Used to be that way. Now, of course, there's competition, but now they're getting ready for a whole new system. How do you think that system is going to treat you? How do you think this system is treating you right now? If you save any money, what do they tell you? Well, you're a fool. Why do you got so much money sitting in the bank earning nothing? I, I I can't answer that question. Why is it that gold's on its next leg up again? Because the truth is coming out that what? It's not fixed. Well, it's still broken. I don't know why it won't go. I keep pressing the gas, 
Janet Yellen's like, I got my foot on the gas. The car just won't go any faster. Let me ask you a question just about what you're saying there. Do you think the advocates for Obamacare are still pitching that it works? Of course they are. Matter of fact. Yet it's proven it doesn't. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter what the facts say. Obviously, when we abandoned the gold standard, it didn't work out very well for us. We're just finding out about that part right now. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Write it down. Put it in your little memory bank. Interest rates are going to rise. Not yet. Not yet. But they're going to rise. And I'm not talking about a quarter of a percent or a half of a percent or one percent or five percent or ten percent. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you interest rates are actually going to go down before they start rising. And when they go down, you're going to see gold hit all new, all-time highs. Matter of fact, several great articles out talking about, dude, can we see $1,900 gold before the end of the year? It's possible. I doubt it, right? Homer's like, ah. But if it goes the wrong way, we absolutely will. Well, there's so but, many things that are about to happen. An election's about to happen. You know, there, there's... There's, the a, four listen, four... there's a big debate on Monday. Huge. Huge debate. And honestly, to this point, the platform that both of these are standing on is he's bad for you, is what she's saying, and he's saying she's bad for you. There's no platform. There's no how we're going to improve the economy. There's no how we're going to generate jobs. There's no how we're going to get rid of HB1 visas. There's none of that being talked about in any commercials, in any promotion, in well, any platform. Donald Trump talked about all of that plenty. But I'm here to tell you, that's not what's being pitched in commercials. Well, you're right. It's commercials, right? They want the sound bites. But I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't matter. And and I, and and I'm talking big picture. We're already past the point of no return. I feel that if Hillary gets Clinton, it's going to be four years of weekend at Bernie's. Man, they're going to be holding her up. <laughs> they're going to be holding her up. Where's Hillary? Where's Hillary? I don't know. She's sitting right there. She's sitting right and there. And her arms are going to be with a puppet. I, I'm just telling you. But what is coming is the big debt explosion. It's unpayable. It's unfixable. And really all that's left are going to be the last blows of the Federal Reserve note. Listen, and you can sit there, oh, he's trying to doom and gloom. It's not doom and gloom. Come on. Read a book. They all end this way. It's just our turn. And you can either do something to prepare or not. I mean, really, those are the only two choices that are left. Which choice are you going to make? Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment, coming up. You know, you think about the riots in North Carolina. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what's coming. 
you know, look at a country like Venezuela. Venezuela is not some backwards country. And most of the people there now pillage through trash just to eat something because their currency is worthless. You know, Forbes has a great article out. I'm just going to read you very briefly a couple of paragraphs. The Fed should have allowed rates to normalize years ago. Now the Fed has an unbalanced financial system so badly that the markets will likely have another tantrum. No, make that the grand mall seizure where rates and win rates start to rise. That means your bond funds are going to get killed. Your equity funds are going to get killed. It's going to be a huge disaster for retirement and pension plans, and any right-minded thinking person knows that. That's why the Yellen Fed can't get to the point of actually normalizing interest rates. They already know it. And this is really where we're at. We lived beyond our means. Right? We we fell into the the trap that our founding fathers warned us about. Right, and now we have these mega banks, these mega financial systems that, and you know what? As we're watching right now play out, how they're just ripping us off without, you know, with, with impunity. There's no, there's no consequences to them whatsoever, and it's all starting to come undone. It's all starting to come unraveled. And either you're going to take the opportunity that's presenting itself and take advantage of it, or you're not. Because like any great crash, a lot of people become billionaires because of it. A lot more billionaires and billionaires get created during those times. And either you're going to be one or you're not. And that's where we come in, right? If you have gold and you have silver put away, we know from history that's going to be worth a whole lot more than any worthless piece of fiat paper. And as we we watched Janet Yellen speak yesterday, it wasn't the no-rate hike that moved the market. It was what she said is coming. And it's getting worse. All of their forecasts were too high. They were all wrong. It's going to be worse. And unfortunately, the debts are escalating. Uh, got gold up 16. Silver's up over 34 cents right now. U.S. Silver Eagles at $480 a roll. $20 gold pieces are all the way up to 1495 at 800-951-0592. Everybody have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.